What's going on, guys? Welcome to Living Beyond Podcast with Taylor Nicole. Um, thank y'all for tuning in. I appreciate you guys tuning in once again. Today is going to be um, an interesting episode because I'm going to be talking about the shame of divorce. The shame of divorce. And my goal with this episode today is to kind of help you get rid of that shame. Okay, help you get rid of that shame. Uh, if you are a divorced person or if you're contemplating divorce, I think this would be a perfect episode for you to listen to. Um, if you're a person that's, you know, even thinking about getting married, you know, I think this is a good episode for you because it, it gives you kind of just something to think about before making that decision, right? And so, you know, Obviously, divorce is a heavy subject for a lot of churches. Divorce is a, is a cuss word. Okay, you <laughs> you can't say the D word in the church in some churches. Um, you know they they act like it's the unforgivable sin. What a divorce? No, and the Bible's scripture says. Scripture says, okay, you cannot divorce your husband, okay? You can separate, but y'all got to come back together and you got to try to work this thing up. And so, you know, you you have churches, a lot of churches that's like that, you know. You divorce, you sending you and your family to hell. You breaking up the family, that's all of the will of God. You got a lot of churches that, that, that think that way. And, I've, and I've, I've spoke to a lot of women who've been through that. My mother was one of them who had who had been through that uh you know being married to somebody she had <laughs> no business being married to um and you know struggling to get away struggling to be to break the yoke you know struggling to break the yoke from this person so that she can move forward with her life and so many other women are are going through the same thing in men alike you know i know men who uh they also, you know, have been, you know, kind of guilt tripped or shamed into staying married to somebody um, they weren't supposed to be married to. And so, um, you know, hopefully my goal with this this podcast, uh, with this episode at least, is to help you out to work through some of that shame and to um, shed some light on your situation. And so... One of the verses that came to mind as I was doing, really just sitting down, thinking about this, this episode, you know, what did I want to say? What, you know, message did I want to convey? Um, you know, just, just all of those things. Uh, but one of the, the verses that came to mind was, uh, Mark 10, 9. And, um, I believe the verse goes, uh, therefore what God has joined together, let no man tear apart. Now, uh, I think that's what it says verbatim, but if I'm wrong, please double check and look up the verse for yourself. But, uh, I believe it, I believe that's what it says. Um, I think that's the English standard version, if I'm not mistaken, but, um, you know, it says what God is joined together. So what stood out to this to me is, is it, it's an indication that God does not join everything together. There are bonds and yokes that are formed that God did not establish. All right. And this is where, what the, the modern day Pharisees of the churches, they miss. They know the scriptures. They can tell you what everything means in Hebrew and Greek. 
but they don't worship in spirit and in truth. Therefore, they, they miss the mark. They miss the spirit of God. They miss the will of God. If you have just a basic understanding of spiritual warfare, then you understand that there are people who are yoked together. And from these yokes, these unhealthy soul ties are created. And it's kind of like it's Satan's way of attaching what, what Satan wants to do. Okay. One of, one of the things he does is he wants to hook up the dead with the living. He wants to hook up the dead with the living. Okay. And what I mean by that is I'm not talking salvation wise, right? I'm talking here on earth. We have the dead and we have the living. We have the people who are living in the will of God. And then we have the people who are not living in the will of God. People who are living in the will of God are known as the living. They are living. Okay. They are experiencing life with God. Okay. People who are not living in the will of God are the dead. They are the dead. Their, their, their ways leads to death, separation from God here on earth, right? And that's what Satan wants, separation from God. He wants us to not be sep to, I mean, not, I just got tongue tied here. Uh, he wants us to be separated from God. And so, you know, one of the ways he does that is by attaching the dead to the living and then making the living to be dead, pulling the living away from God. And so when it comes to, you know, a marriage and, you know, being unevenly yoked with a person, you know, and the decision of walking away, some, some things that you want to look at is, well, first you want to understand the character of God. You want to get an understanding of the character of God. You want to get to understand God's spirit. Okay. And so when we look at marriage, right? Marriage is is made by God and is made for God, but we get to benefit from it. Right? Is made by God. He establishes it. He made it. He created it. Is made for him because it's ultimately marriage is made to bring his bring glory to his name, as all things are made to glorify God. And when we glorify God, we get we benefit from it, right? We benefit from giving God glory for glorifying his name. Okay. And so when you're talking about your your own marriage and your relationships, you gotta ask yourself, you know, does my marriage speak of God's character? Does it speak God God's character? Does it glorify God? Does my marriage glorify? Does my relationship glorify God? If, if I stay in this relationship, if I stay married and, and yoked with this person, will God be glorified? Will he get glory in this in this relationship? And if the answer is no, then Houston, we have a problem. Houston, we have a problem. Why are you, why are you, why would you want to stay? What there's no, that's not God's will for you then. It's not God's will for you to stay in a in a marriage 
where he gets no glory. I am I don't know any rela- abusive relationships that glorify God. You getting abused and cheated on, that ain't bringing no glory to the kingdom. That's not kingdom behavior. We don't do that here in the kingdom. We don't abuse and cheat on people. No. No, absolutely not. And so it brings me to this, you know, I want you to look at it this way as well. Because a lot of a lot of people are, are yoked with people. They ha- they're not it wasn't put together by God. It's a yoke of the adversary. The adversary yoked y'all together. Your own desires, you yoked y'all together. Your, your own desires yoked you together. But it wasn't God didn't have nothing to do with that. He didn't establish it. So therefore, we can even take this a step further. And in saying that, this is not even a marriage. We can take a lot of people. Let's let's look at this here for a minute before some of y'all heads explode. Um, <laughs> let's look at this. A lot of people are legally bind by the state, but you're not in. A, it's not a marriage. Why why am I saying this? Because listen, God defines a marriage. God ordains a marriage. We as humans don't get to define what marriage is. We don't get to, to to pick somebody and say, you know what, this person is completely out of alignment with God, but we're going to call this thing a marriage. No. We don't get to define what a marriage is. You're legally bind to somebody, but God does not acknowledge your, it's not even a marriage. You just tied to somebody legally by the state. But God had nothing to do with it. God had nothing to do with it. And it's so crazy, you know, it's so easy for us to get legally bind from somebody by with somebody, but it's you know, you have some churches that they want to make you go through hell and high water to get away from this person, to get a divorce from this person. And I understand that some people say, well, you know, divorce is being too normalized. You know, people just just up and just getting divorced like it's, you know, just something to do. And I, I can agree to a certain extent. Right. I can agree to a certain extent. We don't want to normalize divorce, obviously, but we got to We can't start at the end. You hear what I'm saying? We can't start at the end. We can't start at the end. We have to. We have to, you know, the reason why a lot of divorce, the reason why divorce is so kind of just normalized now was because ungodly marriages are normalized. Being unevenly yoked with somebody is normalized. It's, it doesn't make sense that people can get married to a person within three months. That should be illegal. You don't know this person. There should be some kind of a, a, a requirement for counseling before you can get married. There's a, there's in some states, there's requirements for counseling before, before you can get divorced. 
In some states, you can't get divorced unless y'all go to counseling and be legally separated for a certain amount of time. But that wasn't required to get married. So why are we requiring it to get divorced? Doesn't make sense. We can't start at the end. We can't start at the end. Right? And, you know, when it comes to really making your decision, I know for me, I'm going to use my own my own life as an example here. Um, you know, I struggled with a with a thought of divorce. I did. I struggled with it because I I I was brain I felt like I was brainwashed by religion. You know, um you know, got to try to make it work through everything and da, 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 da. And, 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 but the spirit of God was speaking to me. The spirit of God was speaking to me from the get go, to be quite honest. I just, you know, didn't realize it at first. I think within probably the first year, the spirit of God spoke to me about my marriage. And, 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 and I, I remember I think it was the second year of marriage. I remember my husband had came home or my then husband had came home. And um, the spirit of God has talked to me that day. That night he said something to me and he told me, he said, this is not who I wanted you to be with. And that's a hard pill to swallow. Because I'm like, God, well, <laughs> I'm two years into this thing now. You... <laughs> And you just dropped a bomb on me. He said, this ain't the man for you. And I cried. I I mean, I bawled. I cried. I mean, I'm just like, you know, are you serious right now? Lord, are you serious? And he's he like, yeah, yeah, this is not the man for you. And I cried. And I remember... Um, my ex had, had, had came in the room and he was just, he was like, what's wrong with you? He's like, are you okay? Is it? And I'm just sitting there. I didn't say anything to him. Didn't say anything to him. Cause how do you tell somebody that? Like, yeah, God just told me you ain't the one, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but you know, and it's not that God did not tell me this before. It's just, I, I wasn't listening before, you know, I wasn't listening before. You know, I'm sure God told me this before I even got married that this wasn't a one. But, you know, when you are so caught up in your own desires, you miss you miss God's voice. But at this point, I, I was just sitting there and I'm just looking at our situation and how devastating it was. I'm just sitting there. I'm just like, this is just not right. It's like, I, I, I you know. You have some people who say, yeah, oh, you know, the first couple of years of marriage is the roughest. I'm like, nah, baby, ain't nothing. This got to be this rough. This right here is just straight stupidity that I'm just sitting here in the middle of. And I feel like I was wasting so much time and just wasting away in, in a dead thing. And, and, and the spirit of God at that moment just talked to me and was like, this is not where you should be. This is not who I have for you. And I cry like a big baby. <laughs> And, um, you know, I believe the year after that, you know, separation happened and, you know, more things were revealed. Um, and I will share those things eventually, uh, with you all. But, uh, yeah, you know, 
the spirit gave me peace. And even even when God had told me this, it still was a struggle for me to to make that like go through with everything. It still was a struggle for me, even with God giving me the revelation, even with him making it clear to me and revealing all the things that he did to me. It's just that's the that's the flesh for you. The flesh is always fighting the truth and fighting the spirit. And so you have to when it comes to making your decision, you have to go with God. You hear me? You have to go with God. You have to go with what the spirit has said to you. Do you hear me? You have to go with what the Spirit has said to you, what the Spirit is telling you. When the Spirit gives you peace on your decision, you don't let anybody talk you out of it. Don't let anybody tell you different because you get those modern day Pharisees who sit here and beat you over the head with the scriptures, but they don't have to live and walk in the shoes that you walk in. They don't have to go home and deal with the person that you have to deal with. So it's easy for them to sit across their desk with their nose head, uh, you know, tilted up at you. Trying to tell you, oh, just pray about it. And you don't want to break up the family. No, absolutely not. What about the person who's doing the abuse? Are they not breaking up the family? Are they not showing Things to your children that will damage them for the rest of their lives. Mentally. Spiritually. You understand? And so when God gives you peace, you don't let nobody take that away from you. I don't care who they are or what they call themselves. You got a lot of people who label themselves and leader roles. They got the title, but they're not true leaders. They're not true leaders. They just got the title, but they're not true leaders. They're not they're not led and spirited in truth. And so when it comes to that, you have to go with God, right? You have to go with God. You have to do what the spirit is telling you to do. Cuz you don't know, you know, and that's what don't what what what, what I'm, I just be so mind blown by some of these people who encourage women to stay or in men to stay in these unhealthy bonds and relationships. It's like, do you not know that this person, first of all, God has called us to live in peace, not chaos. Secondly, God has a purpose for you. You're sitting here and you're trying to tell this person to stay with the dead. You're telling the living to stay with the dead And so now the living is missing out on the purpose that God has for them. You don't know what this woman is called to do. You don't know what this man is called to do. And they can't do it as long as they're they're connected to nonsense. They're connected to ungodliness. They're yoked with ungodliness. That makes it a really difficult and nearly impossible to do the will of God when you're connected to somebody like that when you're yoked with somebody like that so you have to do what's best for you and what God is telling you to do at the end of the day and don't walk around feeling shameful and guilty for breaking a yoke that God did not ordain in the first place 
Don't walk away. Don't 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 walk away feeling shame and guilt for something you had no control over. You can't control how this person treated you or what they did, but you can control how you respond. And if you got to walk away, then you got to walk away. You got you got things you got to do here on this earth before you leave. You don't got time to be sitting here tied to some some somebody who don't want to do right. You don't got time for that. There's there's things that need to be done. You got to look at where we the times we're living in right now. The clock is ticking. There's things there's some work that needs to be done here on this earth to help people to save people to heal people. You don't got time for the nonsense. You don't got time for it. And you don't got time to be sitting here feeling guilty and, and letting people shame you about it. You did what you had to do. God is not holding it against you. He knows. He sees. He cares. He knows the truth. Okay? <laughs> but, um, you know, I hope that this helped you out. I really do. And um, once again, guys, thank you all for tuning in uh, to the podcast. Uh, I'm so amazed by the viewership that, or listenership, I should say, that has went up in the in the recent week and in the past month of the people who... Um, have been tuning in and listening the feedback that I've been getting. Um, I just really appreciate it. Um, you know, it's not always easy for me to get up here and talk about some of these things. These are heavy subjects. Okay. Uh, you know, um, God forbid if I, if I say anything that's misleading. And so I, you know, um, the fact that, that I'm actually helping people and that I'm seeing people, you know, I get people messaging me saying that they're being helped by, by my words and my content, um, it's, it's really uplifting and it, it does encourage me to, you know, keep going and to keep, you know, making sure that I'm doing my best to give you guys quality content and helpful content. Um, but once again, guys, I thank you so much and I will speak to you all next time.